0: Well, Merry Christmas, my degenerate friends. D here. Welcome to the Under Review Show, uh, Holidays Edition. Um, I guess you got to say that this time of year, right? It's not just people just don't celebrate Christmas. It's a lot of other things. So you got to say Happy Holidays, and you have to start saying it in September, and you don't finish till June. So Happy Holidays, everybody. But we are close to the twenty fifth of December, and that means uh, that is a very important day. That is that is Christmas Day. So we have uh, an official aftermath episode. Um, the final regular season week of the NFL, um, of the under review show to hang out with you guys and, uh, and, and send you into the, uh, you know, you don't have any money left from buying all the presents, but, uh, maybe you could scrape something together and place a couple bets this weekend cause it's going to be awesome. Uh, of course I'm D this is the under review show brought to you by the good people of betonline.ag go there you can bet all the time on on, on Christmas Day you can even bet there's NBA going on just bet all the time from any device anywhere any place Um, of course um, this wouldn't be the aftermath show if it wasn't for my two compatriots um, I uh, that join me every single week and uh, and help us stumble drunkenly through each NFL week Um, there is a one Mr. Eric Rosenthal Eric how do you do sir
1: I do amazing. Last week was a uh, pretty successful week in NFL betting. My uh, my teaser leg fell through, but I cannot believe it. But Bet Online made Kirk Cousins a five point favorite on Monday Night Football against Aaron Rodgers, which is the most insane thing I've ever seen. Took the spread, took the money line, uh, free money right there. So I'm uh, enjoying my Packers being in position to maybe get the one seed in the end uh nfc so that plus uh holidays with the family it's a it's a great time
0: uh yeah we should talk a little more about that game but first we've got to talk about mr sean pfeiffer who also joins us here on the aftermath show every single week five five DZ, how do you do my friend
2: I do. Well, last week was a, it was a fun week. It was a great week. The The Houston Texans locked up a playoff berth. We locked up the win in our, our my leg of the, the Teasburger because of it. Uh, and for whatever reason, uh, by the way, happy holidays. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, we should have obviously started saying that months ago, probably right. week one in the show, but we, we waited a few weeks until week 16. Um, with that being said, uh, happy holidays and, and Merry Christmas to everybody out there who is, is spending time with their loved ones. Um, but this week, we have another opportunity. A- am I going to do it? Am I going to go back to the well for uh, oh. the third week in a row, taking my Houston Texans, who I think had the worst line put on them? From every single team in the entire NFL for the the final week of the regular season.
0: Wow. Yeah, well, the final week of the regular season is a scary week, Um, and we're going to get into it. But first, let's talk about um, Monday Night Football. Uh, the Green Bay Packers going up against Minnesota. You have a guy in Kirk Cousins who, like, I mean, obviously Kirk Cousins is not the entire team. He doesn't play offense and defense. He is only the quarterback, but the dude is never, it, What it, he's now officially 0-9 in Monday Night Football. He sucks in prime time, and if you watched that game last night, speaking of suck, it was a giant bag of suck, I think all around, but it was egregiously bad for the uh the Minnesota Vikings, who got four turnovers in the first half. Now they converted one and then they got a field goal. You know, it's not bad, but then they just like couldn't do a damn thing. They didn't get a, they got two first downs, I think, in the first half too. It was horrific. Um, Eric, you bet DeWad against uh Minnesota last night. Is six point when they six points that line ended at um, on Monday Night Football, and you uh you took it to the bank. Tell us about it.
1: It actually closed at four. A lot of a lot of okay. money came on the Packers late, but yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, Kirk Cousins he was zero and eight now zero and nine uh, on Monday Night Football. Aaron Rodgers, former Super Bowl MVP, already had two primetime wins over division opponents this year in the Lions and Bears on uh, Thursday night and Monday Night Football, respectively. There was just no reason for the Vikings to be favored. Dalvin Cook was out, uh, their star running back. That they had no running game. Obviously, Kirk Cousins had no passing game. He just looked like a fool out there. Uh, it was just a complete disaster in, in every sense of the word. And also motivation. The Packers had to win that game to, one, lock up the NFC North, but now, two, set themselves up for uh, a win against the Lions this week. We'll clinch them, the number two seed in a bye. And if the Seahawks, with Marshawn Lynch back in Seattle, can take care of business at home against the 49ers, they'll now be the one seed in the NFC. So they had a lot more to play for. Uh, The Vikings kind of knew that they were going to wind up in the sixth seed in the NFC. And it's Aaron Rodgers, Super Bowl MVP, against Kirk freaking Cousins. And I know they're not the whole team, um, of course, but the quarterback is arguably the most important position in sports. Maybe you can say goalie in hockey is right up there as well. But but, um, I I can't believe you could ever make Kirk Cousins favorite over Aaron Rodgers in in a meaningful situation. And I, I took advantage
0: yeah, meaningful situation is probably the best way to describe it. But that being said, even the, the Packers didn't play well either offensively. Anyway, their defense played bad, but I don't think I, I don't know if it had more to do with Kirk Cousins' show out there than it did their defense just playing well, especially on the road. The, you know, the D stepped up. They couldn't get anything going in the first half anyway with the Packers, but they just did. You know, they did enough. They did. They had a good enough did enough to win um, situation, a big division win on the road for the Packers, deservedly um, vying for the number one you know, seed um, in, in the NFC right now, which is a huge surprise with a first-year coach. And um, it, it, nothing could mean more to them than staying at home as much as they can through the playoffs because they're absolutely lights out in Lambo this year. Uh, Fife Dog, did you watch this game? What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I, I think that the Packers are – and then this is gonna put a smile on Eric's face. I think that they're the most underrated team in in the National Football League this season. We we've been talking about the big powerhouses all year. I mean, the Ravens, obviously, just, I mean, they've they've been automatic through the entire season. And and your Patriots have been extremely impressive, came out of the gates, you know, with the historic base, with their defense, and everybody kept oohing and eyeing and talking about them for what it seemed like the first 10 weeks of the NFL season. Uh, The 49ers, I mean, leading and and doing what they've done, and, and the Seahawks recently. So everyone kind of has forgotten. And again, maybe not completely forgotten because it's still Aaron Rodgers and and their defense has been better than any team that Aaron Rodgers has been on, but they haven't been talked about I think the way that they should be. And this is a team that could quietly wind up in the super bowl. And if that happens, I wouldn't be shocked. I guess that's a conversation to have with you guys here on the air is, would you be surprised if they wound up in, in a super bowl as probably the most under talked about team that's in the playoffs?
0: Yeah, I'll take that. Um, that NFC is a, is a, is a buzzsaw right now. So, uh, yeah, Yeah. I, 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 anybody though, it's actually pretty nuts. There are some very, very – NFC East aside, by the way, they're the redheaded stepchild of the conference, and um, who who even cares uh, who comes out of there as a division? I can't believe uh, someone's going to have a uh, a home game, home playoff game with with those records there. Conceivably – It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But um, if you look at that um, NFC West, of course, the Rams uh, out of it now. But uh, Niners, Seahawks, Packers, Vikings, not terrible, and the Saints – these are all insanely good football teams, and uh, I flip-flop yeah. flip all the time when I, when I go like, oh, they're, they're, def- they're going to come out of the NFC. And then I watch the Saints play, right. and I go, oh, they're, they're going to they're definitely come out of the NFC. And then I watch the Niners do what the Niners do, and I go, you know what? No one's going to beat those guys if they're at home. So um, I think the uh,
2: – But how many times when you're going through all those hypotheticals, how many times are you including,
0: oh, Green Bay is going to come out of the NFC? Well, This is, this is what I mean. I go like, oh, well, if they get home field. You know, because home field yeah. for a while there, you weren't all even right. considering them number one seed for a, a bit, right? You were just like, oh, it's the Saints sure. and Niners to lose, and you're like, okay, whatever. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, you start factoring, in, oh shit, if the Packers get at least if they get a buy in, in a in a home game, they are right. they're in the NFC Championship game, and we we all bets are off. You know what I mean? Like they they can make it. So yeah, it's starting to come back when it was it was it was a Niners Saints one two, and then fill in fill in the gap. It, it's it's been. Uh, it's been changing drastically later in the season. Uh, Eric, the uh, Green Bay's your squad, man. What what are your thoughts? What are you thinking?
1: I, I mean, if they get two home games uh, to make the Super Bowl, there's a very good chance that they make it. I mean, Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau Field is dominant. He's had a, a great career in the playoffs. The things that have gone wrong uh, in the playoffs have usually not been his fault. The onside kick situation against the Seahawks, um, the missed call against the Arizona Cardinals. I guess you guys might not remember those calls, but as a Packers fan, I do, but I, I kind of want to throw a question back at you and I don't know what to do and do what to do here, because if the Packers make the Super Bowl, I have to go. I have to be there. I, I have to be wearing my green and gold supporting yeah. my team. So do I bet uh, enough money on them to make the Super Bowl to pay Cover for my your ticket? Super Bowl
2: tickets? Yeah, absolutely. And, and,
1: yeah. Is that is that the right move or how exactly should I play that?
2: Yeah, absolutely you should do that.
0: Yeah, that's there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. In fact, that's the exact reason I don't drive a Porsche.
1: Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, The but Patriots it, make the Super Bowl every single year.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah and I spend it all on uh I, I spend it all on uh, go going going to go follow those bastards around. That's what happens. Um I love this idea. I think you should totally go, and then we should do a show from your seat in in the uh, in the in the stadium. And, and, oh, live and, and Skype you yeah. in live I mean, I believe, right? Skyping on the field or as close to the field as you can possibly get without getting kicked out. I think that's what we should do. Uh, you're feeling pretty confident there though. I'm, I'm just sensing from you now that, that, that you're, you're just, I, I don't think of it this way. Think about San, how San Francisco or new Orleans just, I know they've got they, uh, maybe a better defense than new Orleans, but not certainly not a better defense than, than, uh, than San Francisco, I wouldn't say. So, so I'm saying if it's a San Fran Green Bay um, NFC Championship game, how do you see that turning out?
1: I, I think it really depends on who's at home is going to be a big factor in that. Uh, in San Francisco, you saw the Packers get demolished, thirty-seven to eight, and just a pitiful, pitiful performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Lambeau, I think they would be um, probably a pick'em, uh, possibly favored. In that game, in regardless, like I said, Jimmy Garoppolo, look, I guess you could say he's been there before as backup to Tom Brady, but he's not really been there before. That's very true. Uh, actually, haven't very true. Plays. So, so Aaron Rodgers has been year after year, and, and he's kind of struggled this year somewhat. And if the Packers can be the one seed with Aaron Rodgers, quote unquote, struggling, I would be pretty confident that he could get hot in one game where everything's on the table, every best play you possibly have in your back pocket from you know, 13 years in the Green Bay offense, uh, even though there's a new coach this year. Um, you, you just throw everything at the wall that you got. And I just trust Aaron Rodgers in, in a one-game scenario over, honestly, any other quarterback. Um, I know you'd say Tom Brady, but um, now he's 42 years old. So at this point in their careers, uh, one-game scenario, like I know Lamar Jackson's been fantastic. Patrick Mahomes has been as well. But uh, I'll take the Super Bowl MVP. In um, a one-game scenario, right now at, at the stage in his career, over anybody else. So NFC Championship, uh,
0: I would take Rodgers. So uh, you, that being said, you got you can get him at plus four fifty right now to win the NFC Championship. Ten to one to win the Super Bowl. So yeah, that'll
2: uh, that'll pay for some Super Bowl tickets. Yeah, you can sure. you can
0: you can get in there um, if you want. I mean that that ten to one for a team that's that might take home field through the uh, through the NFC Championship. This is this is a very very saucy number. If you ask me, um, that means they had Ravens still favored two to one, plus two hundred. How ridiculous is that? I've not seen a line that that gnarly for for years. Maybe since like the mid two thousand Patriots when they were just they, they were running, and it was like two thousand five. So um, there you go. Well, an interesting one. I just I have had so much extra hate. Uh, like, like I, I don't need reasons to hate other teams, but um, uh, like I, Kirk's cousins, I've all I've never been on the Kirk Cousins train. I've never been a, a major fan. He's paid way too much. He's not that good. He has a couple of games, and people just anoint him as the second. Oh, he's finally arrived. But these guys have been in the league like ten years. People forget, and they just <laughs> oh no, this is this is what he's going to be like. But it's like no, it's not what he's going to be like. He actually kind of sucks. He, he actually kind of like if I'm going to say okay um, you know ranking the quarterbacks you and, and I have I have a line in the sand I go this is the not suck and this is the kind of sucks he's fully he's the king he he drives the kind of suck bus for all the kind of sucky quarterbacks out there um, and last night was like this was a massive prime time home game division cling, you know what I mean everything on the line and it was so bad he just the, the throws and decisions he was making were terrible and on top of that all I needed was Dan Bailey to hit three kicks in the game, and I win my kickers league, my kickers only league fantasy. They they get him oh one, God. they get him one opening one, and an extra point, and that's it for the whole game. They can't even get. They took over the ball at the like the fifty-ish, like three times, and they got one field <laughs> goal. Like it, it's just horrific. They were just so bad. They couldn't get 15 yards to even make a try or attempt at a 50-yarder. It was just, and there was just dumb play. Remember that? Do you see that one where he, was it Diggs that he tossed it to and then he got overthrown? Yeah.
1: On like a fourth.
0: Yeah. It was just it was stupid. Did. Like, that is a stupid play. You are stupid idiots. That's what I was saying to myself the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then not only that, they also punted on fourth and one from the 45 yard line in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Which was just unbelievably stupid. Yeah. And then what was even, took it to a next level was they were down 13 points with four minutes left. And punted again. I, I couldn't believe what I was I was witnessing. It was just complete give up on the game. Uh, Mike Zimmer is a, a Bill O'Brien s. Yeah, in that I, sense. yeah.
0: I felt like uh, he was he was conjuring up some of the Houston Texans there. And and then also in my uh, in my other fantasy matchup final, um, I took your pick and I had Boone that I p- took off uh, waivers. Um, expecting him to get the ball a lot and, uh, and it looked like he was gonna until he took like three steps and fell over. Like he tripped over a hash mark every time he touched the ball last night and they started splitting carries with him and he ended up with like six points because he just sucked so badly. That whole thing was just a bag of suck and I hate it and I'm mad about it. I lost two leagues because Minnesota can't get out of their own goddamn way. So what do you think about that?
1: Stupid. Uh. I don't remember saying anything about Mike Coon. I've got no idea what you're talking about. I never said to pick him up on waivers. It never happened. Wow.
2: Uh, Mike Boone. He was everyone picked up Mike Boone in, in the waiver wire last week for hmm. the uh for the championship. It was actually amazing to see the fact that he was like so many different teams just around the world, like so many different people that I talked to, high stakes league, mid stakes league, low yep. stakes yep. leagues, like every different variation. So many teams were hinging on whether he had a good game on Monday yeah. night football. I mean, it was just kind of disgusting to be honest. It was, but unreal. Uh, what can you do?
0: I had to replace Noah Fant with him is what I did, which, which ended up being okay, but then I still lost by 30 points. Um uh. what a stupid, stupid jerks. Anyways, hey, we lost our Teasburger last week, guys. We had this crazy streak going. We were 6-2 and two over the last eight games. We were blowing it out of the water. We're coming off a massive wind. This is uh, what we uh, what we did. Um, we'll take care of my pick because my pick was just I mean, there's nothing super special about it that happened. It kind of went out exactly as everybody uh, kind of predicted, except for I guess you, Eric, but um we can talk about that. Baltimore um was minus ten favorites at Cleveland. Um, we teased them down to minus three and uh, and then they they just blew them up. Now, Eric, you wanted to tease Cleveland up to plus seventeen. Um, there, that might have been a, a better decision for you, hey.
1: Eh? Yeah, if, uh, if if that was still on the board, I, I wanted to take it. It would have uh, would have clicked. They had a what was it, ten zero lead or something in the first half. Yeah, that was pretty before fun. melting down. Yeah. In, in the final two minutes against Lamar Jackson, they uh, they lost. OBJ was screaming at Freddie Kitchens that the Browns are an embarrassing organization. Still, but they did cover that plus seventeen. So it' would have been nice. Uh, unfortunately, I, I took a different team that uh, you rightfully described as frauds um uh, many times uh, on last week's podcast.
0: Many, many, many times. I don't need to uh, uh, Fife, do you want to add anything about this Baltimore Cleveland? You know taking Baltimore minus three at Cleveland um in a game that was pretty significant. You know, they'll probably park it for next week, but with the with the Patriots back on track, they really needed that win. and that was one of those like if you look at two teams, that look themselves in the mirror, and uh, you know a team that's capable of kind of winning when they need to, and a, and a team that is just a, 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 a mess, a total just mess from top to bottom. Um, I think Baltimore at minus three was just a gimme, don't you?
2: Yeah, layup, complete layup, and and I think that it was it was a bet that one of the three of us were, were going to have last week. I mean, if it wasn't you, it, it would have been me. If it wasn't me, it would have been Eric. I mean, yeah. this was, in my estimation, one of the best bets on the entire week and, and probably top two. I, I liked it a lot. I, I didn't see how they didn't cover it. and obviously they did comfortably by 16 points here. So, yeah, Baltimore, I mean, all guns ahead, and, and they're just – on an absolute blazing path to the playoffs. This team is going to be one to be reckoned with. And I think that they're going to go deep. I, I mean, this is, uh, I think it's my pick along with the rest of the world's pick to, to be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, they are, they're really, really talented. And it's not, believe it or not, surprise, it's not just Lamar Jackson. This team is deep. Uh, most Pro Bowl selections in franchise history this year.
0: Yeah, was, it, it was a bit nuts. So we can, we can move on. Let's move on to the aforementioned fraudulent fraudsters from fraud town. Um, Fraudatel is as it's sometimes referred to. Um, we keep betting on these guys, don't we? It's, it's crazy, you know, because they are such frauds. And that's a, what makes you a good <laughs> fraudster. You keep convincing old people to give you their social security checks. You, you can somehow uh, manage to do it. You know what I mean? You somehow uh, manage to sell the snake oil. And you get people on board, and then then you rip them off. And that's what a real true fraudster deep down in the cockles of their heart actually do. Um, and Seattle is unapologetically a fraud. They were nine-and-a-half-point favorites um, versus Arizona. Granted, uh, I mean, Arizona a division game, and you know how these division games are pretty tight. But we just we just were like, okay, easy, right? Eric, you just went, forget about it. I'm going to tease them to two and a half, minus two-and-a-half. They're going to you know, win by field goal against Arizona. Come on. And, uh, best bet on
2: paper to cross all the lines that he did, by yeah. the and way. And Eric, best tell, us, on paper. tell us
0: what happened. What went down here? How did you get hooked into these guys? Huh? How did they get you this again this season?
1: The common, men, fr- men fraudsters. I mean, you said it best. <laughs> what do fr- fraudsters don't get you once. Fraudsters continue to do it over and over. They yeah. hook you in. Yeah. They, they make you think. That, that, that things are changed That this time is going to be different. Um, You know, like an ex-girlfriend or something, you know, she comes back and, oh, this time we'll, we'll be happy together. And it just isn't true. And they convince you into it. They play mind games with you. And I, I'm just over it. I'm over the Seahawks. They're the new Chargers for me. You don't bet on the <laughs> on or against the Chargers, and you don't bet on or against the Seahawks. Those are my new rules.
0: Yeah, and it was an absolute uh, egregious beating that they took too, which is like, does anybody know like what is what is actually wrong with the Seahawks? Like, like what they spend the first like, more than half of the season, and their average point differential was like I think it was two point five points. It was 2. absurd. 2.
2: Remember we 2. did the, the yeah. total points for and against. It was absurd. It was, it was absurd. actually
0: actually like once again totally egregious. Um, what that was, and, and that's where, you know, the fraud comes in. It's just like, well, they, they, they were squeaking out wins, but guys, teams are missing field goals and they're just squeaking out these like last second things. And then they sort of turn it around a little bit, you know what I mean? And they, they do a couple of things. Um, but you know, they beat the 49ers. We're just like, what, whoa, whoa, what the hell happens here? You know, crush the bucks. Um, then they got smashed by the Rams and then smashed by the carts, um, at home too. Twenty-seven to thirteen to, from the Cardinals as nine and a half point favorites um, in a meaningful game too. This is one that, that would it would have helped them tremendously for their positioning considering what what the other teams in the NFC are doing. Um, the Green Bay's of the world and the and the Saints of the world. Um, yeah, you got Sean. Explain to me what's what's the matter with this Seattle team?
2: I don't I don't think that there's a way to to articulate it. I don't think there's a way to put it in a word and conceptualize it. I, I think that this team is just they're just a very weird team to bet on. They lose when you expect them to win handedly, and they win when you expect them to lose. And, and I think that a lot of that is because of the nature of, of this team. And I, I think that it's, it's part of their makeup. It's part of their composition. It's part of their DNA. Uh, and it's just unexplainable. I mean, I, I would love to sit here and tell you why. But I don't think that there's a reason why. I mean, this is, like Eric said, a team that I don't think I've bet on this season. And and you, D, have been the reason that I have it. You, you were on this very early in the year and you've been saying it and, and preaching it like a broken record on this podcast saying, stay away, stay as far as you could possibly run away from this team. And for whatever reason, it just continues to be the case. Last week, like I said, this was the, the best bet on paper. Guys, for those at home that don't know, if you have the opportunity to cross multiple lines, meaning a 7, a 3, a 0, a 10, whatever the case may be, lines of the of the opposition score – you you do it, and they were set at nine and a half. You were able to cross both the seven and the three. All they had to do was win by a field goal. This, on paper, looked like the surest bet of the weekend. And the only way to explain it is, well, the Seahawks. Seahawks, mm-hmm. you.
0: Yeah, I can explain it because they're frauds. There's no way. There's to. not a real There's team. There's no way. How do you explain S- it? Speaking of speaking of getting the girlfriend back, guess who's guess who's back in town? Guess who's back in Sea Town. No, it's not Seat. C- yeah, Seat Town. They even call it Seat. C- T- in the Emerald City, in Fraud D'Attle, Marshawn Lynch is back for the playoffs because they lost Chris Carson. A, uh, he signed a one year deal with them. They're, they're like trying to get the band back together. They're so desperate. And they're just like, they have no, they want to talk about like the ex girlfriend moving back in. That's like a whole other level there. That's like saying, like they got drunk and then they proposed to their ex. You know what I mean? They think that's gonna it's gonna solve yeah. all the problems and uh, and uh, beast mode's back. There you go, the beast mode. What do you know? Hey, um, finally, what? Like, I mean, sometimes you got to be good to be good, but sometimes you got to be lucky to be good. You know what I'm saying there, Fife dog? Mm, I'd um, rather be
2: lucky than good. Yeah, man. Right? Especially
0: in this game, Texans. Can you I, jump on can I your say Texans. Yep. About Marshawn though. Okay, yes. What you got a hot take here?
1: Hey, look. I love Marshawn Lynch. I love Marshawn Lynch. super excited to see him back in Seattle. I'm mean, rooting for him as a Packers fan, eating the Seahawks, to be the 49ers. But nine days ago, he was serving tequila shots in the mm-hmm. Oakland Raiders parking lot. Mm-hmm. And That's now he's awesome. going to be flying NFL football. I just don't really see that
2: working out too well, if I'm being honest. I completely disagree how can it not work i out? think he's fueled Serving by tequila, tequila shots in a parking lot to, to playing in the nfl i mean of S- course it's gonna work out
0: skittles and tequila are what makes this man tick um, hey. and i will say i'm not a big fan of the the seahawks um because they lose us all money all the time but i'm a huge fan of Marshawn lynch i just want to reiterate that yeah. huge hey, um how can you this okay. over- he just he just never talked like in post game interviews, yeah, he never
2: said it. anything. All he did was just whip out the Skittles and eat them. Can we get a prop up on Bet Online for does Marshawn Lynch open a pack of Skittles during a playoff game? Dude, he
0: will. He's going when to be showered down upon him from the from the heavens. With the the the, the seventy five thousand people um, in the stadium are going to just like if they're going to buy all the Skittles in the Pacific Northwest and that is is it's going <laughs> to rain down, they're going to be cleaning them up for years because they're so excited about this guy coming back. He's like the most loved, I mean the, the Beastquake. quake, like you just got to watch the beast quake run. And yep. it is like, it's still, uh, Eric sent it over this morning. Um, just the YouTube, just drop that in, in the, in a chat thread. And it was just like, yeah, you know, so I, I'll put everything aside just to watch that over and over again. Cause it was so freaking awesome. Okay. Um, Hey, Fife, we're going to talk about your lucky your lucky bet. So you homered it up, right? So you got the Texans. <laughs> you got the Texans. They lose to the Broncos. You're so mad. And then they have this division-clinching game, this crazy yeah. showdown against Tannehill's, the, 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 the Tennessee Tannehill's, who are on fire. And you're nervous as hell. And you squeak out a three-point victory, and you got it, you're on your way to the playoffs. And then you, you double down this week. And they were three-point <laughs> faves on the road versus the Bucks. You tease them across the zero to plus four, and they win by three. You squeak it out. Unbelievable, man. That's an unbelievable play. That is just balls. That is all balls.
2: Yeah. I mean, listen, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? And not only that, this was – I don't know what you're talking about. They covered really convincingly seven and a half points Mm -hmm. last time I looked. So, you know, we we were just sitting pretty. We were good to go. The Texans winning the game? Eh, Maybe not so much. Uh, Twenty-three to twenty, it was. It was a, I mean, a nail biter all the way to the end, um, which was. A little bit demoralizing, honestly. And I kept thinking to myself as we place this bet, and as I'm rooting for my leg to to hit for all of us this weekend, I'm thinking to myself as, as I'm watching this game. I'm like, "You fucking idiot, Sean! This is the classic trap spot. It you is just had such a big. You just had such <laughs> a big win last week. You're looking ahead on the schedule to the Titans in the last week of the of the season. You know, everybody's injured." On this entire team, their number one and number two receivers are out. Talked about it on the podcast. And that actually worked against the Texans this week. Because the Texans knew the same things that we knew. They came into this week, and they uh, clearly were looking ahead on their calendar. And I don't think they were worried at all about winning this game. I'm glad they did. I'm glad they covered for us. Uh, Deshaun Watson didn't throw a touchdown this week. 184 passing yards against the Third worst passing defense in the NFL. Uh, that's a little bit I think bit they're depressing. only third now uh, because they
0: got bumped up two slots because of Deshaun Watson's horrible performance last week.
2: That's true. They're probably <laughs> in the top top two I think thirds bu- in the NFL now. I think
0: they bumped up because of it. But yes, go ahead.
2: <laughs> uh Kenny Stills, leading receiver for the uh for the Houston Texans. He had uh five catches for fifty seven yards. Um, I mean, if that doesn't tell you everything that you need to know. DeAndre Hopkins in this game uh, only had 23 yards receiving. It was just uh, really a weird game yeah. all around. It was and, the classic, you know, the, like,
0: you won a bunch of money at the blackjack table, and you just – you take your money and run game, like was, last week, and you didn't. You. And you were the guy who just looked around, did a shot of tequila, and just – cashed back in for more chips and just was just like, I'm staying till five in the morning on this. And then you won. And then you came away. Uh, you came away on top. I can't believe it. Um, we got to do this again this week, guys. We have a, te- a triple tease burger. For those of you who don't know, um, what we do is we pick three games. Each of us picks a game. We tease um, one side of that game, uh, seven points. Um, and then uh, and then we tease all three games together into a parlay of awesome. And we call it a triple tease burger. And, uh, and it's generally delicious and then, uh, and then we bet on it, and hopefully we win a whole bunch of money. We're pretty damn good at it. Um, it's not for the faint of heart, though. This is basically playing the lottery when it comes to sports betting. We're literally making it as difficult as you possibly can to win. Um, but we do it, and we do well at it. Uh, you know, all things considered. Like, think about last week. We had the Seattle Seahawks. Um, not like they just got smashed at home versus the Cardinals in a in a, in a very meaningful you know, game going to the class. This is what ha- this is what can happen to you. And uh, and they only had to just win. We just needed them to win by a field goal, and we got crushed by them. So not for the faint of heart, but um, if, you, uh, if you had a bet online, .ag, you can place a, a bet on the same uh, and the same teesburgers that we do. Let's get into this. Mr. Eric Rosenthal, what do you got for us this week?
1: Well, I want to say, somehow, someway, the Raiders are not dead yet.
0: Oh, my God. They so can many still, things still make the happen. playoffs. Yeah, so many things yeah. have to happen.
1: They had to have five. They had to have five games go right uh, last week, and they all did. And then, uh, if they can take care of business with the win over the Denver Broncos, they only need three other games to go right, and then one out of four others. So basically, they just need <laughs> them to win three other games to happen, um, okay. Okay. which is possible. So uh, yeah, it sounds plus easy. Plus three and a half. Are... Yep. Go ahead.
0: What are you to, You broke up. There. You gotta. Re- you gotta repeat it. What are you doing?
1: So just plus three and a half, or their money line gets interesting. Especially if we see that there's a real chance they can make the playoffs. Some games go right. Maybe the second half odds. If uh, they go into the locker room and they see, you know, wow, the couple games that we need to go right are actually winning. Maybe you take the the Raiders in the second half. You take them live on the money line to ha- have them win. Uh, if situation is going correctly. So just look out for that. But I'm going to take my Green Bay Packers oh, in a tease burger. They have to win to lock up uh, the two seed in the NFC, uh, potentially the one seed if uh, the Seahawks win, like I said again. I take them down from 12.5 to just 5.5. They have to win by six points against David Blau and the <laughs> Detroit Lions, who have nothing to play for at all. Green Bay's got everything to play for. Motivation's all Green Bay's away. Talent is Green Bay's way. Quarterback is, the difference is about as big as it could possibly get from David Blau to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think that's the uh, the lock of the week.
0: Wow. You're, you're running with the Packers. You're feeling, you're doing the same thing. You're doing the same thing as Fike did last week. You're just getting that Homer money in there. You got that big stack of chips um, sitting on your table from that uh, big division win and you're just, you're putting it back right into the dealer. You're like, you're like, let's ring it up. Let's go. Um, yeah. By, by the way, it's tough tough to bet against say I looked hard, long and hard at that, and uh, yeah, Detroit. I don't know if they're going to play up to you guys, and that's that's the problem that they've had all season. Is Detroit just can't play up? So um, yeah, I, I, I by the way, twelve and a half seems about right. So teasing that down as far as that's you a can good, good is, line. is good yeah. line. I, I don't know if I take them to even ten and a half, but um, you know, getting them down to five and a half is is just silly. That's that makes me feel good. Um, I love it. Uh, Sean, any thoughts on that matchup?
2: Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a really good bet that the Lions are who we, we thought that they were all season. Yeah. I think Green Bay is, is better than we thought. We talked about it earlier in the show. Way so better. Green Bay wins this game handedly. I love the fact that you can get this down to uh, single digits. And, and I think Eric is, is onto something here. I think this is one of the best three bets on this weekend.
0: Gotcha. What do you got for us? Fife, what is your triple bigger I- contribution? So, can we
2: just open the discussion Ooh. up on this this Texans game this week? And I, let me give oh you my tease. I'll give you my tease well. teas first.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, okay. Let
2: me. I'm not going back to the well. I'm not taking oh, cool. the Texans okay. this okay. week. Okay. I really wanted to, but the more that I thought about it, the more that I really wanted to end this season with a win. Uh, the more that I'm gonna take the best bet on well, the entire now. Now, after you out. like
0: what you did is you won. And then you got drunk and then you went back down oh. to the table and then you got yeah. completely blasted um, yep. and, and you, <laughs> you passed out at the table. You were removed from the casino and poured into a cab. You woke up mid yep. like Uber ride to the hotel, woke stopped, with, stopped yeah, at yeah, another six, casino six, 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 and, chips. and put all your money yeah. back on that blackjack table that they let you into. If you if you went yeah. on the Houston, Texas, that's what it was. But you were right now. You passed out, drunk, and we
2: and we split. Yeah, we split the tens, and we hit blackjack yes. on both.
0: That's exactly you know? what we did. Okay. Yeah,
2: it was. But it let's was great. See. Yeah, uh, we're not doing it again, though. We're not. We're not going back to the well. I do want to talk about that game. So okay. we'll, we'll. Can we circle back around to that? No, I, I, I want to hear wanna right do this. now.
0: What do you got about the Titans? Because you know more about the Tennessee Titans than any um, person needs to know in their lives um, for a team that you don't even support. So. Uh, talk to me about this matchup. Houston, three-and-a-half point – under or underdogs at home, by the way.
2: Yeah, the Tennessee you're Knights. getting – so like if you were to tease this game, and I really – again, like full disclosure, 100% transparency for y'all. I wanted to bet this up to getting 10 points on the Texans. But I'm, I'm having a hard time doing it, and I'm not going to for our, our third leg of the tease. So here's why. The chiefs play, and this is a perfect transitionary tool for us to, to talk about both elements here. The chiefs play earlier in the day. Okay. And, and if they win, they lock up the three seed, which is pivotal. It's so big because nobody wants to play against the bills in the first round, the card round, and everyone wants to play against the Titans. Right. And that's just, that's how it's probably going to play out. So you're, you're seeing the fact that both these two teams playing at different times in the day on Sunday is so imperative for this bet because the Chiefs, if they take care of business, the Texans at that point have nothing to play for. They have the four seed locked up. There's no moving up to the three seed. There's no reason for them to win, which is probably why Vegas and probably why the odds makers over at Bet Online set the line where they have it because they're counting on the Chiefs handling business in the first game of the day. So knowing that the Chiefs should win, knowing that the odds makers think that they're going to, I'm going to 100% agree with it, and I'm going to get behind what I think is the biggest bet and sure bet on the entire weekend, which is taking the Chiefs, at home against the chargers in a must win game to clench that three seed that they really do want and crossing multiple lines, just like Eric did last week with the Seahawks. We're going to take that eight and a half point spread, and we're going to tease that down to one and a half. We're going to cross the seven, cross the three. The chiefs just have to win this game. And I think that they do. Uh, and because of that in turn, hurts the Texans. I don't even know if the Texans do cover 10 and a half points. I had a lot of things lined up in my head. The Homer in me wants to say JJ Watts back. They're going to want him to get some reps. They're going to want him to get an in-game shape. They're going to play him this week. You're going to see Will Fuller also most likely rested, which should hurt them. But also the Texans have not lost at home against Tennessee in nine consecutive games. So they are on a nine game home win streak. All the stars align for the Texans to win, but if the Chiefs win earlier in the day, there's no reason for them to. So the Texans are, are going to be resting a lot of players, and I think that's why the line's set where it is. A lot of different things kind of thrown at you, but, I mean, really, the takeaway from this is Texans are a little too risky to go back to the well for the third week in a row, and I think the Chiefs, I mean, just to win this game and being able to tease this down from 8.5 uh, to 1.5, I think it's a 100% guarantee.
0: Okay, I love what do it.
1: If you think about a little... Ooh. Real quick, what do you think about a little uh, Chargers-Texans parlay uh, um, on the fact that if the Chargers somehow J- do pull off the win, the Texans yeah. would win, or maybe a Chiefs-Titans parlay the other way?
2: I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I think it makes a ton of sense. So what Eric is saying is you're you're basically playing the game script, and you're playing how this is going to play out. If the Chargers, for whatever reason, you know, make this a competitive affair, and, and they wind up winning – the game i mean you could even bet eric if you if you want to just correct me on this you can bet on the line. you can bet straight on the money line for the chargers to win and get really good odds in a two-team parlay and pairing them up with the houston texans uh to win outright as well both underdogs your odds are going to be great for a two-team parlay if that pans out you know if let's just put it this way if the chargers win the game which crazier things have happened i mean we're we're talking about Philip Rivers here, so th- it could yeah. happen. He I could mean, go troll the Chiefs for the last game of the season. It, he has if the it does, the Texans are going to win. Yeah.
1: Hey, so a hundred dollars on on that parlay pays uh, eight hundred ninety four uh, back, so you're, you'll end up at just under a thousand dollars from your hundred. So I'm if locking it that in parlay. right
0: now. I'm locking in right now. We're going Chargers money line, and <laughs> we're gonna go we're gonna go with the uh, the the Texans money line. Is that what we're saying here?
2: Yeah, $100 to win 890 and the Texans get a three seed. I don't know what could be better.
0: Okay, that's happening. Done and done. What do you know? All right. I've got a, I've got a last leg of our parlay of our t- triple Teasburger here this week, guys. And uh, I think th- since this is week 17, this is the last week of the regular season. We're not going to have a lot more options for triple Teasburger, but we're in all through the playoffs um, as much as we can. It might not be triple Teasburgers, but Teasburgers are going to happen. And I just thought uh, the best way to round out our entire 17-week NFL season of Teas and Burgers the whole time, and doing well at it too, by the way, is to take an egregious fraudster of a team and bet against those slimy, slimy, money-stealing buggers from us. The 49ers currently minus three on the road against Seattle in a pretty Love meaningful game right now, by the way, they're all, they're all fighting for their, their, their number one seed lives here, right? Like the, it, it, as, as after last night, it's anybody's number one here. Everybody wants to play home here. Nobody wants to go. The Niners don't want to go into Lambeau field. They don't want to go into the dome and see breeze. They, they are fighting for it here and they're going against the, the, the biggest frauds in the history of sports the 2019 Seattle Seahawks. And uh, they're only three-point road um, dogs. They lost to them earlier by three points in the season. You don't think they got that marked on their calendar and circled? Do they want this team that just barely squeaks out wins to knock them out of what they hope to be the number one overall seed in the NFC, what they feel like they probably need to do? Because they want Aaron Rodgers coming into San Fran. They want Drew Brees in their hood in order to take it to the Super Bowl here i gonna be playing their butts off. We're gonna tease them across uh, from the three, across the zero to a uh, to a to a uh, uh, a plus four right now against Seattle. All they gotta do is not lose by a field goal against the fraudsters. That's all they gotta do. Like, well, sorry, they could lose by a field goal, but not lose by more than and a field doesn't goal that on doesn't the road field
2: feel like if Seattle wins this game, it's gonna be by a field goal or less. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, it's gonna be by one point. It? Yeah. It's gonna be like by some stupid, weird thing where somebody missed an extra point in the first quarter. and but it, by the way, it's gonna be like a forty seven forty six game by the end of it. yeah, And that's what's gonna happen it's from an extra point that happened in the first half, um at like the first time, and they, they missed it. no one even thought about it and you forgot about it. And by the end of the game, the extra point's gonna cost them. You uh, know, cost the team the, the loss of the win. It's probably going to be Seattle on one side of that. But here's the deal: we take the fraudsters and and we put money on what they're all about. They've made their season on this. They made their season on doing this type of crap. So I got to do is win, and you beat the 49ers. And, that, and then and then I love it, is, it. And that's it. Love it. What do you think about that, guys? Love it. Hey, love
2: it. There it is, Eric. What do you think?
1: I. Don't want to bet on or against the Seattle team in any possible way. I am completely <laughs> done with them. I have no opinion. I hope jilted me. They- <laughs> Both lose. I don't want any part of
0: this. <laughs> Both of them to lose because you want Green Bay to get the number one seed. You hate them all. I love it. You're <laughs> a jilted scorn lover. I think it's apropos of this uh, of the, this final week of the regular season to choose this team that's just been under our skin the entire season long, and it's screwed us over, and it just made us angry and question that we know anything about anything in the world. They're the most. You just you just chew. I, I gave up gum. I gave up chewing gum. Because that they just they their gum obnoxiously. And there's like, Russell Wilson is just such a, like, everything. I could go on for days. Anyways, I think it's just appropriate that we do that here for the final thing. I just had to do it. The funnest bet. So we're going to be secretly um, watching this game and, uh, and cheering people on. Guys, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. That's it for us. Um, thanks for tuning in folks that that is that is your week 17 triple Ts burger that is your week 17 aftermath episode um uh, we're not going away we're going to be here the entire playoffs all the way through the super bowl probably gonna have ourselves a nice little prop stravaganza episode where we just go through all the crazy shitty stuff that you can bet on at betonline.ag go there though use the promo code review and uh and guess what you can get a little bit of extra dough for yourself in your account to bet on Week 17 and all throughout the playoffs. You're going to need it Um, on behalf of Eric Rosenthal and on behalf of Sean Pfeiffer and everybody here at the Under Review Show. Happy holidays. Go get some turkey. Adios, muchachos.